You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Like I don't know what was worse that it happened or then I just I really felt the need to explain it to every single person because I walk into different offices. You did the old like over explaining. Well, because I walked through like three different rooms, then I encounter a different person, and it was really obvious there was an issue. So I felt the need to just explain it over and over. So some people probably heard the story like a couple of times, and they heard me say it to somebody else, and then it sounds it probably got to the point where it sounds like I was making it up. It does if you're repeating it like over it was a and cover over up. and over again. I was trying to say the truth, but it sounded like a cover-up. It was terrible. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nebler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to apologize. I'm a little bit stuffed up today. Got a, got a, bit, of a bit of a foggy noggin. As we would say, got the, a real, real, real foggy, foggy noggin. That's a one percent joke. Up. That's no, okay. I am. Uh, I, I got a bit, a bit of a cold. I can definitely hear it now that I'm talking. I'm hoping. I'm hoping throughout the show I can talk it out, talk it out of my yes, system. Yes, because that's how colds work. That's how I'm going to choose. Uh-huh. Choose to. That's what you should do. Work. Yes, you're. You know what you're going to do? Like, ugh, not medicine or rest or water or you know anything else. No, talking. Yes, is going to heal. You're cold. That's what it does, Sarah. That's that's how that works for me. The half doctor in me is not impressed. You are not a half doctor just because your father is a doctor does not make you a half doctor, nor are you a half Spanish teacher. Pretty much a half Spanish teacher, even though I can't speak Spanish. That's not how that works. All right. Anyway. um, Yes. So there. I'm just addressing it. It's out. Everybody knows it. I sound a little bit weird today. And also, I do want to remind everybody, of course, to go to funemploymentradio.com and click on not only the Amazon link there at the top of the page, not only... Purchase Nightmare at Nibblers, our wonderful Fun Employment Radio video that is there, which is the ghost investigation of my house. It's not just a video, Greg. It's a it's a produced movie. It's a produced movie, documentary movie by famed documentary maker Derek Lemire, and he produced That's a it. Fact. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. And he is the producer and director of it, and it is the, available right there at FunEmploymentRadio.com, and you can click on there and purchase that. That would be awesome. Mm-hmm. That'd be that'd be sweet. That'd be a good holiday gift for you to get yourself. Or someone else. I hear a new thing is like giving people New Year's Day presents. Yes. So that's probably and what they And reward be yourself. Reward. Take your reward. You know? You reward your yourself. Reward. You go onto our website. You just go crazy. You buy, buy to your heart's con- content right there on the website. You can do that right there at funemploymentradio.com. My goodness. You do have a foggy noggin. Yeah. Well, You're doing a real good job, I'm, though. I'm powering through Greg it. Greg is more playing we human it, today. The more we acknowledge it, though, the worse it's going to get. I acknowledging it. No, no. It's fine. I feel like the more we acknowledge it, like the more like natural it can be. Then I start questioning myself. This is the problem. Thoughts get stuck in my head and I can't get them out. And then they just revolve around. It's like a hamster on a wheel. You are single-handedly the most stress, well, stressful and stressed out person I have ever met. Yeah. Like, even when you're not stressed out, like, it's like you will actively seek something to stress out about. I don't know how to relax. Just so you can have something to, like, keep you going. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to relax. Well, there's always something that's going wrong. There's always something that needs to be worked on. It's part of part of running a small business and then having you know eighteen side jobs. There's always something wrong. So I got to figure out what's like if I if I'm ever content. This is how I actually feel, and I'm I'm being hundred percent honest. If I if I feel content, if I start feeling myself relaxing, I'm like, okay, you forgot something, didn't you? Something's no. wrong out there. What did you not do you have, like, medication that needed that, to be right? done? Because there's clearly something. You shouldn't be relaxing. I'm, I'll look at my list and I'll be like, no, 
So there's nothing on my list, but then I forgot it. Now I got to worry about what did I forget? What am I not thinking of? What needs to be done? There's something, and then I'll find something that needs to be done, which is why next week I was, uh, you know, we're, we're taking a vacation next week from the show. The first time we've taken a full week off of the show, I think in six years. They've done a full yeah. week, yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so that's the the goal is to set down my phone and my computer and like stay away, just stay off. If there's a problem, I'm not going to be there to fix it. So by the way, if there is a problem next week, I'm sorry. We, we'll have some workarounds for you to to get that figured out, but uh, I'm not going to be checking my email. So what you're saying, you're announcing? I'm going to try. If there's I'm gonna a problem, try. you're not going to be here to fix it. I'm going to try. Yes, I won't physically be here. I'll know, I'll know that. Um, and if there's a problem, I won't know how to fix it. So yeah, yeah. Sorry on on my yeah. end. Uh, Keelan in the live chat at for Rip City Bad Boy says he can't wait to come in and fuck up the live stream for yeah. everybody else, <laughs> which I'm sure somebody's going to fig- figure out a way to do that. So I will promptly put the blame on on someone else when we figure that out. Um, yeah, and there's there's another issue too that we'll address. It. We'll address at another point when I can figure out how to address that one. But anyway. See, the thoughts are bouncing in my head. They're having trouble getting out. It's like a ping pong. It's, that's what's like, going on. It's head. what's happening. But anyway, this is what happened yesterday. Back to what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. Um, I uh, so, so I did say, you know, I, I work a few different side jobs, and one of them is I'm hopping out with some computer things at this at an office. Mm. And, you know, I'm not very well known there. They know me to, as a guy that comes in a few hours a week. And I mostly converse with the managers and the owners, and then there's a bunch of other people there that don't necessarily they, they recognize me. Right, so they know you. They exist, don't really. Nobody. Are you like the guy that nobody don't know knows my, quite what he does? Well, nobody's ever introduced me to them. And then if I started That's doing it myself, weird. But then I, I felt weird, like going out of my way because like you feel like it's like an insecurity thing almost because you're like, well, they don't really care, so why should I, you know, like take their time? Why am I to bothering introduce? them? Yeah, and, it's well, like, should- and they're always working too, uh-huh. you know, or walking past or working or they're at their own computers. Like I don't feel like stopping them. Hey, stop what you're doing and look at me. I'm Greg. I'm the guy that comes in a few hours a week. Just wanted to say hello, you know, because they're always intently working. I'm like, I don't, you know. I just I don't know I feel weird about it I probably maybe I should get over it by being polite to them maybe I should get over it but I I I I just don't I don't bother them and so it's just kind of that's just kind of how it works yesterday yesterday I had an issue and I'm a little bit of a clumsy person sometimes I'm gonna lay this up most people look at me as a very sophisticated well put together. You know, I don't think I've ever seen debonair, you wear like a piece of clothing uh, that doesn't have a hole or a stain on it. I'm sorry, a but very it's true. even a, your hats. Well, you know, most people they look at me and they're like, "That is one suave guy." That's that's a comment I get a lot. Like that is if if suave could be personified, it would be Greg Nibbler, and that is suave. If you look up suave in the yeah. dictionary, it's a picture of Greg. Yes, yes, in all of his glory. That's that's what With it is. Holy tattered shirts and pants that's that how most people i think see me as a very suave guy colored hats well yesterday i did something very unsuave and so i i uh i did something very me i was sitting at my computer for absolutely zero reason like i, I drink tea when i'm at this office because they usually what? don't have they don't have coffee made they, you drink i drink tea I uh, only because they don't tea. have they don't have coffee they don't make Coffee. What kind of tea do you drink, Greg? Is that for your whatever they have? It's just a tea doesn't make me. What are you saying? Tea is like hoity-toity or I'm something. I'm just saying a tea sounds kind of hoity-toity. I only drink it because that's all that's there. Mm-hmm. Like I don't. I always forget to go buy some coffee before I come in. 
and then they make coffee in the morning, but they're just not coffee drinkers at this place. I don't know what it is. They just don't drink coffee. Don't trust them. Yeah, well. None of them are coffee drinkers out of the entire place. I never see anybody drinking coffee. What? Yeah. You and I have almost gotten into fisticuffs over the last cup of coffee here in the studio. Yeah, I don't. They just don't drink coffee. I, I don't know. I don't know why. Um, in the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. If you're a live subscriber, six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. Uh, you can you can go uh, you can go there and, and join in the chat. Uh, Keelan has almost guessed what happened. So I'm drinking my tea. It's red, red, whatever tea they have. Some raspberry tea or something like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Raspberry tea, real good. I don't know. I just go in their kitchen. I just, like, take things because I just, I don't know. You probably shouldn't be saying that on there. You just go in there and just steal things? Well, I mean, it's on the shelf. Nobody ever told me not to. Somebody's secret tea stash? No. Now, here's the thing. Like, if they're going into a, an office, and I do go into quite a few different offices for my different side jobs, you never take anything out of the fridge that isn't yours. But I figure if it's on the community counter... And it's like the box of tea. That's community, isn't it? Is it not? It's not like labeled. It's not like set aside with like, this is Dale's tea. It's just a box that's sitting there. And so I've just been... I would always, I've just been always ask, a- particularly if you're in a workplace that you're not too familiar with, whether or not you can have something before you take it. Maybe I'm pretty that's sure it's common, though. They've got friend. like a few like different... If you're just like helping yourself to Dale's Daily Tea. They've got a couple different Dale kinds of there. Dale probably has it imported from like India, and he's no, like super excited about it. And it's then like, like Earl... There's the schmuck asshole who just comes in and steals his expensive tea. It's like Earl Grey, or even maybe it's even the Safeway, like raspberry stuff. It's... <sighs> Shoot, am I stealing somebody's tea? You're probably stealing somebody's tea. Uh-oh, that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I did it. You should always ask, like if you're in a workplace. There's nobody there to always, ask. There are always workplace rules. There's no one rules. to ask. There are workplace rules. <sighs> there's no one that asked. Uh, there's no one to ask. And I didn't take anything out of the fridge. I'm not like eating someone's leftover enchilada or something. It was a it was a tea bag, and I and I took it. I don't think it's the first one. I see what you did there. Anyway. Oh, no. I wasn't even meaning that. I was meaning that yeah. you actually stole a lot of Dale's tea bags uh-huh. before. Yeah. No. Whoa, dirty mind. Jeez. Anyway, I took Dale's tea bag. So I, I went yeah, to- Yeah, you did, and you liked it. <laughs> it was all right. So I, I was sitting at my little desk, you know, with my computer, and my arm just just flails like so i mean i work next to a warehouse like the office is next to a warehouse so people are bringing in boxes of stuff every now and then there's product you know this is kind of like the web department and all of that stuff and they somebody set a box down not out of the ordinary i'm completely used to that now but for no reason at all are my, you? my <laughs> i mean i thought so but it's for some reason this one startled me and my left arm and this is a quiet office too except for that like occasional noise my left arm just flails out like i had no control over it and my left arm smacks the big mug of tea that i had falls off of the desk spilling on the desk on the way down hits my leg splashes all over my thigh and yes all the way up to where it would look like i had uh, relieved myself it that's what it looked like and then hit the ground splashing up on to the computer which the the desktop unit is on the ground underneath the desk at this at this station splashing onto the front of that oh my dripping tea down the front of a computer did you lose your getting to have uh, any liquids at the computer <sighs> privileges no like but here was the problem i looked around like oh <laughs> 
um, uh, and people just kind of looked at me and then looked away, which is even worse. That was worse than if they had acknowledged something. Oh it was like God. they were just like, yeah, that's about right. That makes like they confirmed some secret sense. suspicion everybody had about me anyway, since I'm kind of the guy that, that just kind of pops in. <sighs> that, that was kind of, the, I think that was the most disappointing part. I was like, oh, they don't even know me, but they know I look like that guy. I am that guy, aren't I? I'm the guy where it's like, yep. Nobody even cares enough to look at you and ask if you're okay. Like, did you burn yourself? No. Oh, is the computer? Nobody even looked. They just looked at you and looked away. Oh, my God. I think that's the worst part of the story. And then I had to go into the, the kitchen where I had taken Dale's tea from. And then I, I had to get some paper towels. And I went back to my desk. And and um, I was waiting for somebody to look at me so I could explain. And so I went back to my desk and I started mopping up, the cleaning up the computer, getting down on my hands and knees underneath the desk, cleaning up the computer, then realized, oh, I don't have enough napkins. There was too much tea this time. And so I had to go back in, back and forth to the kitchen. I had to go three times to get paper towels. How many people did you have to pass along the way? Well, this is where it gets worse. Like I passed, I passed two people in the kitchen. And I was like, oh, I spilled some, spilled some tea. And they did kind of the same thing. They're, they're busy people. You know, they're working. And these are, there was a couple of guys that work out in the warehouse and they don't really know me or at all. They just see me in there. They're like, oh, okay. You just seem like a tiny, flaily, not warehouse guy. Well, they know I must do something that's needed or I wouldn't be there. You know, the work that I, that I do there is, you know, it's important, but it's nothing that they would ever need to be concerned with. And, and so they just kind of ignored me. And then I walked into the office and I was like, okay, there's like four or five people that work in the office. And I was like, you know, I feel like I need to address this because what if they didn't see and now they're just seeing me walk around. And there's I mean, like the weird dude that like totally peed his pants. Yeah, I have light blue pants on. <laughs> and so are jeans. I mean, I just have jeans on, but it's a lighter blue. It's not super dark. And it's wet all the way down my thigh. All from. All right, we don't need to talk about your thighs. Crotch it's not to knee. Blue, okay? It's You're soaked, blue, Greg. soaked crotch to knee. You know, and. Can you not ever say the word crotch again? I was soaked from the groin to the knee. You know, it's all just just sopping there. And it's like, okay, I need to explain this because what if they didn't see that I spilled the tea? And so I did one of those things and you I pulled a me. I made an announcement. What? Everybody was working and I I made an announcement. Mm, what? I was like, hey, everyone, just to let you know. No, you didn't. I spilled. No, you didn't. You did not. Did you? Well, I ha- okay, I have to get up and walk to the printers in like three offices over. So I have to go back and forth to the printer. So I was going to have to be going back and forth quite a bit. And I was like, okay, I need to just address this right now. And the guy who him. nobody knows what he does, nobody knows your name. You decided to stand up in the middle of an office of people who give no shits about you. But they're going to see my pants. They were going to see my pants. I figured it was the easiest way. And so I was like, hey, guys, just to let you know, I spilled tea all over my pants. That's what's going on there. Uh, Figured you guys should know. It was something like that. It was something along those lines. (sighs) Because I didn't want them to think I had soiled myself when I was walking around the office. How many people did you make this announcement in front of? Well, that time, the first time, it was like four or five. Oh, 
my God. Oh, my God. And then, and nobody said anything. One girl, like, giggled. And I was like, okay, sweet. She's on my side. <sighs> and then nobody else said anything. Because I'm that guy. You are the overtalker. Like, everyone's had that person, like the, the temp guy or something, who is just, like, thinks that he's, like, part of the party. Because he like show he just shows up too late. No, and I wasn't, little, and he's no. a little too comfortable. I didn't want to be like, part of the party. What? Nobody. If when you spilled the tea, nobody gave a shit. Why in God's name would you ever think that anyone would care that you spilled it on your pants? They're not paying attention to you. You're some invisible, weird well, little if, flaily guy. Well, what if they were working and they didn't see it? You know, and and they didn't know I had spilled. Maybe they maybe they just hadn't noticed it. They were so busy working, and so. Then I wanted to make sure they knew in case they're walking around and, you know, it would be, I think it would be weirder if I walked around and didn't explain why my pants were soaking why? wet from, from going to knee, just sopping wet. Nobody thinks that you're walking around with urine on your pants. Do you really well, think do they, I don't know. Somebody, that, that somebody's thinking like, oh yeah, he was hired even though he can't control his body. <laughs> I don't know. I don't Mr. know. Mr. Janky says, why don't you just say, pay attention to me, my pants are wet. <laughs> Well, because that's the thing. I have to. Sorry. <laughs> now I'm getting all worked up. This isn't good for my for my stuffed up face. All right. I mean, the thing is, I have to walk around a bit because I'm working on some documents and I got to print them. And so I ha- I'm going to have to walk by these people a bunch. But the problem is I also have to walk into another office where the printer is, where there's a whole nother group of people. Then tell people individually. You don't take it upon yourself well, to what, make what, an announcement. What you want me to go around like we're all in the same room? The the first. Did you one. say attention, everybody? What did you say in your <laughs> announce? Oh my god! Uh, hey, everybody! Just want to let you know, I spilled tea all over my pants. So that's what's going on there. It was pretty close to that. It was something like that. Did you say? Did you also make sure to say that it, it isn't you peeing yourself? No, I didn't say... You did. I did not yeah. say anything about pee did or urine. you say I didn't have an accident? I just spilled some tea. Well, I guess it was an accident, but not a urine accident. I mean, I didn't pee myself. I no. Totally didn't pee myself. That sounds like something you would do. I did I did not say anything about urine or pee. Hey, everybody. Hey, I everybody. tea on my pants. Yeah, that's a little closer. I said it to the room. That's, that's like my home base. When you make an announcement like that, it's just like... That's like the person... That's like somebody who uh, clearly is the one who has like passed wind somewhere, and then they're the one that ye- loudly yells like, "Who farted?" <laughs> what? Like I wasn't blaming it's anybody like you're else. Drawing attention to the fact that like you didn't pee your pants. But I didn't pee my pants. No, but basically, what you're announcing is the fact that you didn't pee your pants. That's all you're saying. That wasn't a. That wasn't a. I spilled tea. That was like I didn't pee. Crap. It was basically like you being proud that you did not piss yourself. But I That's didn't. Prob- I you, am happy I didn't. Annu- and you announced it to everybody. <sighs> you should have just ended like a this time at the end. It was just tea this time. <laughs> no, I'm not the office kooky jokester guy. I'm quiet there. I do my job. Sumo says, my work. attention everyone, I spilled tea on my pants. No, it, it's really tea. You could smell it if you want. <laughs> <sighs> I told about three other people too after that because I had to go to different rooms and then it was I was walking into the other room. Please and tell me that you had people smell your pants so that you could prove that it was tea and not pee. Yes, I I don't believe I would still be working there if I had people smell my pants. 
I did not offer that. I, if anyone would like, uh, hi everybody, hi everybody. It's uh, you don't know what I do. You don't know who, who I am. I'm just here. Uh, just want to let y'all know I uh, spilled some tea on my pants. If anyone would like to come over and smell it to make sure, that would be great. Again, did not pee myself. Got tea on my pants. My name's Greg. Was that how it went? It's not how it went. But I did have to tell other people because I went into other rooms and they didn't hear the first announcement. Like, I wish there had just been an intercom system where I could have just said it. <sighs> oh, see, so what see, So what was the point of you saying that it was just tea on your pants? The point is you just saying that you didn't pee your pants, right? I mean, that's the point. I mean, it. I... S- well, it's an explanation as to why my my leg, no, all the, my thigh all, is sopping wet from growing to knee. All you didn't your pants. That's, you could have just cut out the middleman because you're making an excuse for something that you think that everyone's assuming that you did. Simon's saying Greg should have gotten more tea. I did. I did get more tea. <sighs> See, whenever I've spilled on myself when it looks like, you know, like something bad, like if I've spilled like on my pants, like in the front, I'll just get the rest of everything. Like I'll, I'll like cover myself in water just so you can't okay, see Okay, I think that would have been a little bit worse if I'd just gone in the bathroom and like <laughs> soaked my pants in water. <laughs> what? Everybody's doing it. It's like the Happy Gilmore or Billy Madison route. No big deal, man. Yeah, you don't... Everybody pees their pants. You don't see any wet pants? No, I wasn't going to do that. But it was... Maybe you should start bringing some spare pants. I have pants. to go back in there tomorrow. I didn't... Either way, I would have had to get up and leave and then bring back in... Either go to my truck in the parking lot, which you can see through the windows, and like visibly be scooting around changing my pants in there, or I would have to bring the pants back in, go to the bathroom. Either way, I'd have to go through the office again. So you're not supposed to... Like, I even know times when you don't over-explain. Like, I was talking about at my cater waiter. But time. I had... To, if I, Okay, I'll tell you this. Oh, he's getting worked up. If I had... If he's I had been defensive. able to just sit at my desk for like the next two hours uh-huh. and I wouldn't have had to wouldn't have had to get up mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have said a word sure. I would have just scooted underneath that desk be like alright nobody's gonna know about this it'll be dry by the time I have to get up but I had to get up a lot so I had to explain I had to explain couldn't you have tied something around your waist cause you're always like bringing a sweatshirt or something you could tie <laughs> like tie my jacket around, my, around the front of my waist <laughs> I think that looks like I'm covering up a little something else I no, think that's gonna be worse can dangle on the front and why does he have <laughs> why does he have his shirt like wrapped around backwards around the front of his waist what's he hiding <laughs> under there like that looks like I'm walking around with a, my pants unbuttoned something else is going on <laughs> Again, I'd rather look like a weird place. I'd rather look like I peed my pants than that guy <laughs> Like an accident's one thing. That's not an accident. Guy than the you tie you the tie your shirt guy. around the front of your pants. That's not an accident. You're you're planning that out. No, I did. I told you at my cater waiter job when I I spilled like uh, it was raining and my jacket for some reason only leaks like in the front chest part and I had to wear like a light gray shirt. And when I got into <laughs> to change my clothes, it looked like I was lactating. Yeah, I remember, yeah, I remember you talking that about this. because I had like two like honestly two wet spots on the fronts of my boobs and I'm just like there was no hiding it there was no hiding it it's a light gray shirt like it just looks like it. so yeah I just I doused my entire front with water but see you can get away with that well I mean I think you could probably get away with this <laughs> I'm not gonna get pants. away with hosing down my pants and walking in like dripping water Venus everywhere pointing out well it never even occurred to Greg to not just say to say nothing <laughs> <laughs> but then they'd be thinking about it then see that's almost worse to me because then I would worry about and I'll tell you why I didn't say nothing because then what if they saw it and they looked at me because it was it's impossible to ignore how how wet it was 
like they're looking at it and then they just look around and don't say anything. I'm like, well, what are they thinking? What was in their mind right there? Did they think, oh, he must have spilled some tea on his pants? Or did they think, oh, the weird new guy that sits in the corner um, looks like he pees himself. Great. I'm going to go send an office-wide email that he's not included in so everybody can know that, hey, guys, come in and get a load of this dude. He peed himself in the corner right now. Well, I think you'd know you're paranoid enough that if people were walking by trying to look at your crotch. Would I? I don't know. I don't know if I would. You were very self-involved, yes. You would You would totally notice if somebody was walking around trying to take a peek at your at your pants. <laughs> to, hey, you trying to take a peek at my pants? I didn't pee myself, I'll tell you that much. Like, no, I wouldn't say anything. Then that would make it, make it even worse. So that's why I would rather just get it out of the way. And how would you handle that situation? I wouldn't say a damn thing. You would just walk around the office yeah, with a wet leg. Yeah, if somebody asked, I'd be like, because I would in no way, shape, or form assume that anyone would think I had sat at a desk and peed my pants. <laughs> like, that wouldn't have even occurred to me that anyone a, would think like... What a beautiful world you live in. Yeah, that I would just be sitting there and I would think of someone like, as I'm walking through the office, I'd be like, oh man, she just peed her pants. Like, I don't think that I put that out into the world that... I would be sitting in an office working and then my pants are wet because I didn't get up and I urinated on myself. I'm pretty sure it would be a safe assumption that I might have spilled something. But then again, that's a question that's happening in your own mind. Like if you think that people are automatically assuming that you're peeing on yourself, then maybe that's something you need to work out with yourself. I mean, if I saw somebody and I didn't know them, I would... If you saw someone in the office that you were working at and they had a wet spot on the front of their <laughs> pants, would you just automatically assume that they had peed themselves? No, probably not. No, probably not. But they, they're they there all the time. I'm the outsider. So you say that people who have part-time jobs are more likely to pee on themselves? I don't know, but I don't want people to think that. I feel like there's a stigma about us. You know, we're the weird people that show up every now and then. I don't think the stigma is that they think you sit at a desk doing your job and peeing your pants. Well, I worry about it. I am so happy you made an announcement. That just makes me happy. I did make an announcement. I didn't know what else to do. That is so telling, Greg, because that's for hey, everybody. you. Not for anybody else. Like, for you. Like, that's your self-esteem issue. It's where you think everybody in the office would think that you were sitting there doing your work and peeing your pants. Like when my friend, my shirt was soaked, I was just like, well, whatever. Like, I'm not even going to explain it. I'm like, it's just, my shirt's wet. It's going to dry. It's fine. That's all you have to think. People aren't as concerned as you think. Oh, hello, my friends. I have to go there tomorrow, too. Maybe you should just, like... Keep the front of your pants wet so then it just becomes the new norm. So next time you do So it, every like time everybody. they see me, like, hey, man, what's up? Oh, it's just wet pants, Greg. No wet big deal. Greg. It's what I do. Yeah. And give everybody high fives. Well, it's being asked, did you perhaps have a public accident when you were younger that scarred you as a child? No. Not that I'm aware of. Maybe I suppressed something. Uh, also, Simon's asking, uh, how long did it take you to decide to make an announcement? Um... <laughs> It's a fair question. It was my second trip back from of three to the kitchen to get paper towels. So it was about 
five minutes? About five minutes. You, you took I would you estimate took a good five minutes. Of I kind of blanked a little bit during the time. I mean, it was I was in shock. You were. It was kind of a blinding light. Of, do I tell them that I did not pee my pants? Yeah. Thank you, Greg. I didn't realize the story would be as glorious as it was. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. I remember reporting on this 10 years ago. So, uh, Greg, it has been 10 years since the corpse flower has bloomed. Now, do you remember the tale of the corpse flower? The corpse flower. The corpse flower blooms only once every 10 years and it smells like rotting flesh. Yes. Yes. So this is out of Adelaide, Australia. It's a rare Titan Arum, also known as the corpse flower. It's been on display at an Australian botanical garden as thousands upon thousands have flocked to watch it bloom. So uh, this is the Mount Lofty Botanic Garden in Adelaide. It's been growing the flower, which is known for releasing a smell similar to that of a rotting corpse when it blooms. Uh, So it's been growing it for the past 10 years. So spectators light up to witness the rare event as the flower only opens, Greg, for 48 hours. Did you know that? 48 hours, but how long? It only So it grows for 10 years. It blooms for 48 48 hours. Why would you want to be anywhere near that? Because it's a very rare event. I don't care. And people, you know, who are horticulturalists, like they really. Yeah. So they travel all over to see this thing. People travel from all over the world to smell the rotting corpse flower. So uh, the horticultural curator of plant propagation. Wow, that's a mouthful. Horticultural curator of plant propagation. uh, Matt Coulter said flowering events are rare because the plant is so difficult to cultivate, even in optimal conditions. Uh, The fact the flower and its signature stench will only last about 48 hours before it collapses in on itself makes it a must-see event for plant lovers and curious souls alike. Uh, so the flower came to Mount Lofty by donation from Indonesia in 2006 and was given the name Inda, which means beautiful in Indonesian. I don't know why a flower smelling like rotting flesh yeah. means beautiful, but to each their own. Nah, not really a plant guy. Not really my deal. More of a tea guy? <laughs> I, I like plants. I've tried to have plants, but I kill them all. Tell us about your thoughts on plants, just in general. Well, I've tried to I've tried to keep them many times. I had an aloe plant once that was pretty cool, that was neat. I kept that one for like a year before I killed it. Those things are hard to kill. My entire backyard was was covered in one like amazing plants. My aunt owned a nursery, and so uh, she would supply me with like amazing flowers and plants. My entire backyard was all done up with all these planter pots that looked beautiful. And I killed pretty much all of them within two months. Shockwave says, people wait 10 years to smell a flower, a flower that smells like a rotting corpse, but nobody will smell Greg's crotch to see if it smells like pee. That's just <laughs> sad. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank. That's the best gift. Best gift ever. Thank you, Greg. Now, I don't know if you've heard about this. There are lots of, there are lots of things that happen. There, you know, there are... Um, like there's Deflate Gate. Lots of events yes. happen with gate at the end of them. Yes. Greg, there's a new one that's happening right now. And it's called Breadstick Gate. Breadstick Gate? Breadstick Gate. Okay. It's real. And it's happening in New York City. You're supposed to say it back. New York City. Olive Garden 
was in some hot water after it had issued a press release <laughs> that its $400 New Year's Eve dinner would not be featuring free bottomless breadsticks. Oh, Wait, my. $400? Thank you. The Olive Garden in Times Square is having a $400 New Year's Eve dinner. However, people were up in arms because in their press release, they did say that they would not be having bottomless motherfucking so, breadsticks. Explain to this, what do you... What is a $400 dinner? Oh my exactly. gosh, I'm so glad you asked me. Well, this is at Olive Garden, which is right in the heart of Times Square. Okay. Which is totally a shit show on New Year's Eve. Uh, yeah, so I would never do that. Never. Because there's no bathrooms, there's right? There's no bathrooms. So Once you just you, have, there, you, you really have do have to, have to pee there. yourself. You probably, people are like saying left and right like they spilled tea on themselves. Yeah. It's everybody, like a whole like area yeah. of people saying, I spilled tea on myself. I wouldn't I mind being in myself. New York for New Year's, but I, I don't think I will ever go to Times Square for it. Well, Olive Garden, uh, this is a very popular dinner spot, um, so it seems. So it's $400 for a meal that also features a DJ, a buffet, and an open bar. But they a weren't A DJ, having... a buffet? <laughs> yes. And uh, an open bar, but let me guess, it's like just beer and wine or I something? It, yeah, probably. No. So it's $400. So Olive Garden was getting a lot of flack for breadsticks. Yeah, and date. that's fair. Why would they not have breadsticks if you're paying 400 bucks? So now they have totally... Although... What? Quick side note on it. I wouldn't eat breadsticks if I were paying $400. No, because it's a filler food. That's a filler food. No, you go straight for the high-end chicken, the high-end like cheese pasta. The high-end Olive Garden food. Yeah. <laughs> go for that. You go for the high-end stuff because you right. get your money's worth. Well, now Olive Garden is uh, pulling the ripcord. They're like, no, 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 no. We made a mistake. Totally can eat all the breadsticks that you want. So now okay. if you are one of the folks that was participating in Breadstick Gate, in fact, your $400 New Year's Eve dinner will include bottomless Breadsticks. When I say bottomless, I mean bottomless. So people who purchased the meals were very upset once they heard that breadsticks weren't going to be uh, a part of the meal. Uh, Richard Reed from Toronto said, "We come here for the breadsticks. We <laughs> want breadsticks." He came. He came all the way from Toronto to go to the Olive Garden. Do they not have Olive Gardens in Toronto? I do not know. I do not know the answer to that question. But what I do know is that Richard Reed from Toronto... He's very his upset. breadstick dreams are coming true. Richard Reed sounds Eve. like a real fun dude to hang out with. He, I, I just feel like he wouldn't take something like minuscule. We came all the way from Toronto to eat these breadsticks. And I'm very upset. That was my Toronto accent. Did you hear about this guy that... Uh, this reminds me of something like... Probably you, I'd say, in like... Like 20 years When you've what? gone like Full on kind of batshit crazy What are you talking about Alright so this is a Florida man So on December 20th In Pensacola Florida A driver of a Dodge Challenger muscle car Decided to plow his car Into two local businesses No one was hurt He is fine Okay Breaking through the walls And eventually coming to a stop Beyond the double doors Of the building's rear entrance The reason the Florida man gave For running into this building is that he was attempting to time travel. So he wasn't intending to crash through there. He no, he was intending to try. He, was, he did not expect to ruin his car. He did not expect to ruin Florida businesses. He, in fact, was inspired by 1985's Back to the Future and thought that if he went the proper speed into the building, he was going to be able to time travel. Unfortunately... He was unable to time travel. Uh, he was uninjured. What in the were his theories behind this? Had he rigged the car up at all, or he just thought it was going to happen? 
Uh, he thought it was going to happen. Okay. So uh, the businesses were unoccupied at the time. The driver was uninjured. Okay. Uh, however, due to the severity of how fast he drove into the offices, both offices have now been closed. Uh, so there's debris and computers and chairs everywhere. So the owner of the building said that he was initially angry about the incident, but then happy no one was hurt in the process. So uh, let's see. They don't have the name of the guy who did it, but he did explain over and over again that it was because he was actually trying to time travel. No logic, no rhyme or reason, just time travel. I did just finish Fringe, so I could see where you could maybe convince yourself. No spoilers. Fringe is awesome, by the way. Fringe is a great show. It's, it's a very big commitment, though. That's a that's a lot of shows, a lot of episodes, 100, 100 episodes. Also, if you're looking for a good show to watch, I just finished Broadchurch. Highly recommend that. It is an amazing show, starring uh, David Tennant. As a what does that have to do with time travel? It has to do with amazing no TV shows. I'm sorry, Fringe kind of Fringe is amazing, but it also sometimes like you be careful about what you're about. Oh, to say. I'm the one that told you about Fringe, so don't you even do that. I'm saying that you know Fringe sometimes goes off the tracks a little bit. It does, yeah. Yes, there's there's a few episodes of it where it's you get some clunkers in there. I'm saying there's some clunkers. Broadchurch is solid all the way through. I mean, it's only six. It's two seasons, sixteen episodes. It's really good, and it has David Tennant, and he's awesome. All right, next up at a Corbin, Kentucky. Deputies in Laurel County say they were investigating a noise complaint when they found a naked woman running around a parking lot. Craig, a naked woman running around the parking lot in Corbin, right. Kentucky. According to a release from the Sheriff's Department, uh, Jessica Birchfield, 21 years young, was arrested after being spotted running nude in public. Now, deputies received a complaint about a woman who, she's fairly lithe and young. Like, I don't know who's complaining. Hmm. I mean, she's 21-year-old. Yes, she's 21, Jessica Birchfield. All right. Deputies received a complaint about a woman who was sitting naked outside of a motel in Corbin. When the deputies arrived... She's out there naked. When the deputies arrived, Corbin... uh, Let's see, she was no longer... Jessica Birchfield was no longer sitting. In fact, she was running around the parking lot, jumping up and down. (laughs) Uh, After they were able to calm her down, they had her put on some clothes and then conducted an investigation determining that she was under the influence. Ma'am, are you aware that you are naked? Well, the now-clothed Birchfield was charged with public intoxication, controlled substances, disorderly conduct, and indecent exposure. She was booked at the Laurel County Detention Center. This would be a bad wedding day. A bride was left humiliated after another woman from the audience when she was getting married announced that the groom was still married to her and they're still living together. Oh. Wow. A 42-year-old woman, or excuse me, the 42-year-old man uh, from Zimbabwe was living a double life. Now, he decided to marry his lover while he was still married to his wife and living with his wife and children. (laughs) Now, his current wife said that she did not know about the other woman until the day her husband of 20 years was supposed to get married to his lover. I just love the word lover in this. Wait, this they were married for 20 years? 20 years. And, then and he, he had a lover on the side, and, and she didn't know about it. he had a lover on the side. He's still living with his wife and children. But was the lover lo- aware of the family? The lover was only aware at the wedding ceremony. <laughs> was so, the wife invited to the wedding or something? or how did this... The wife showed up at the wedding. How so, did she know about it? All right, so the wife learned about the wedding hours before the ceremony was supposed to take place because one of the groom's family members decided to break the silence... Wait a minute. So the whole family knew and they the were just keeping it? The family was like, that's horrible. Well, all right. If that's what he wants to do, we just won't tell her. Really? The whole family was in on it? Well, one of the groom's family members, he had decided that's, to break the silence despite the fact up. 
that he asked him to keep it a secret from his wife. Well, that's when his actual wife decided to attend the wedding. And when the pastor asked if anyone objected to the marriage, <coughs> she got up and announced that she was still married to the groom. I object. Wait, she waited until the objections part happened? She waited until the I object. <laughs> she waited until the okay. I object. Wait, let me understand this. Here. Uh, so this guy's been married for 20 years to a wife and kids, lives there with her. Somehow he gets this lover on the side. The whole family, outside of her, outside of the original wife. You didn't say lover, right? It's lover. Had his lover. Lover. <laughs> I'm not going to say it like that. Had it, it's Will Farrell. Come on, you have to. It's had, his, had his lover, lover. And uh, the rest of the family knew he was still married and that he was having this wedding anyway, breaking the law, at the very least. You know, at the very least, you could look at it that way. Let alone the myriad of other reasons why it's wrong. And finally, one person out of the family, like, ratted it out to the wife. The wife shows up and sits through the fucking ceremony <laughs> until the objection part. I hate the objection part. I always get so stressed out at the objection part. Why? I because get I'm excited. I'm afraid somebody's going to do it. Oh, that's the excitement. I wonder. I want to oh, hear. Are you if kidding anybody, me? I want to hear. That's the best somebody part. somebody email us, please, if they have ever been to a wedding where someone objected? Have you ever been to a wedding where someone objected? No, I, I haven't. I never have been. I wish. There's there some been, I've objected. There have been some that I that I wished somebody would have. Objected yeah, there's some on. that I objected to, but I don't say anything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not my decision. But man, if somebody else wants to, I want to yeah, know if anybody has been to a wedding where someone objected. Yeah, send us an email. Does that actually exist? I doubt that anybody ever has. I mean, have they? Oh, I'm sure somebody has. It's there for a reason. I mean, all I think of is the graduate, but that's about it. I've only seen it in movies. Stop the wedding! All right. So anyway, hmm. so the wife was able to call off. Uh, so she so she objected uh, between the for the wedding between her husband I and object. his lover. Uh, so the husband still lived with his wife and two children at the time. He often stayed out for days at a time, saying that he was working in South Africa. However, that was when he was spending time with his lover. I'm going to South Africa. Um, the the wife said, although their marriage was not you know 100 perfect, she remained hopeful that her husband would change and that they could still build a life together. Well, uh, afterward, the husband and the lover decided to turn the wedding celebration into an ordinary party after the pastor decided uh, to refuse to sign their marriage certificate. You think? Wow. And finally. This is one of my last Florida Walmart stories of the year. It always makes me sad. We'll have to do some Florida Walmart recap stories tomorrow, Greg. Yeah, we'll have a bunch of stuff tomorrow. Okay. Well, a Florida man, after he was arrested, said he had a good reason for rummaging around a manager's office at a Florida Walmart after he was arrested because he said that he was trying to apply for a job as a mystery shopper. However, he didn't explain why he had stolen... Hundreds of dollars worth of stuff in the process. So this happened in Delray Beach, Florida. Uh, police say that uh, 20-year-old Florida man, Alexander Weigard, uh, let's see, he put on a hoodie and sweatsuit over his street clothes after entering the Walmart. Uh, he then walked into the office and stuffed a garbage bag with an Xbox One and other merchandise totaling $462.86. Now, authorities say that Weigard when he was arrested, was in possession of a loaded handgun, a small bag of heroin, a Mentos container with 33 Xanax pills, and other drugs. Weigard, however, maintains, no, no, he wasn't stealing the stuff. He was just collecting it because he had the dream of being a mystery shopper. Well, I mean, that would be fun. 
he maintains he entered the manager's office to apply for the mystery shopper gig because it, quote, seemed like a cool job. Look how good I am at it. I'm so good. Uh, he wasn't very good, actually. He got caught immediately. Yeah. Uh, if you don't know, a mystery shopper is a person hired by a retailer to pose as a regular customer in order to evaluate the quality of service. No, Weigard, explaining the things he collected along the way, he said uh, he put on the hoodie and sweatpants because his own clothes were dirty. Duh. I'd, I'd be really good at being a mystery shopper. You'd be terrible. I'd be awesome at uh, it. And his pills that he had inside of uh, the Mentos container, they were for his foot pain. So, dirty clothes, duh. Had to put on clean clothes at Walmart. Uh, Mentos box full of Xanax, psh, foot pain. And uh, the gun he got, no big deal. He just got it from a guy at Dunkin' Donuts. Wow. It's all right. Everything has an explanation. Damn. Well, uh... Excuse me, sir. Is that a gun? Yeah, you want it? Sure. Got it from, got it from the guy at Dunkin' Donuts. Trade your maple bar for it. All right. Well, now Florida man Alexander Weigard is facing charges of burglary, theft, carrying concealed weapon, and drug possession. He's in Palm County Beach Jail uh, at $32,000 bond. The report did not mention whether or not he got the job as the mystery shopper. That is awesome. There you have it. And that, my friends, is your world of crazy. I wonder if Next Adventure would hire me to be a mystery shopper. Do you think? I, I, I highly doubt it. They, I highly doubt they would send me out to be a mystery shopper. You know a lot of people shopper. that work there. And, and the no, people. they would hire me to go somewhere else and mystery shop. Why would they hire you to mystery shop? I don't know. It's not a position I'm aware that they have at all, but I was I could propose Maybe it to them. Maybe you should pitch it to Deacon Brian. Maybe they'd be like, oh, all right. Yeah, we'll have you mystery shop somewhere else that doesn't benefit our business at all. That's a great idea, Greg. Yeah. You should get right on <laughs> By the way, that sponsorship of Fun Employment Radio, forget about that. That's probably what... Let's oh, just no, that's mystery not good. shop somewhere else. <laughs> okay, maybe I could do it, and I'll do it, and then just report back to them. Like, like I'll, I'll go out on my own and or do it. Or maybe you can just actually go shop at Next Adventure, because it's an amazing Well, no, I would shop business. at Next Adventure. No, you shop other places, then report back on how other places... That's how mystery shopping works. Well, I can already tell. I mean, if they're in comparison to Next Adventure, they're just terrible. Well, they're going to be awful. That's yeah. true. Because Next Adventure is fantastic. Nextadventure.net. Next Adventure, of course, their main uh, store right here in Portland on the corner of Stark and Grand. They're, they are a fantastic outdoor store. Pretty much everything that you would ever need, they have. And uh, Next Adventure is really a fine sponsor of Fun Employment Radio. So, so they I have highly water encourage. Filters. They do have water filters. They've okay. got an amazing water filter that I have and use. And uh, I, they have a lot of other great things there, too. Besides water filters. Actually, I'm going to get some hiking shoes from there pretty soon. Well, that's very exciting. I'm going to get some Keens oh. from Next Adventure. That's the plan. All right. I've got a quick ball talk here. Quick, quick ball talk. Quick balls. Real, real quick balls. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. Balls. And really, we're going to talk about one ball talk story today, just one, because it does pertain to, in a way, fans here in the Northwest, also fans in Philadelphia, because... Oh, I even know what you're talking about. Former University of Oregon coach Chip Kelly. Chip Kelly is kind of a, a big deal out here in Oregon, if you don't know that. Took uh, took the Ducks to a national championship almost run. Oh, wait, they haven't won one yet, but they got close. Chip Kelly left the University of Oregon. To go to the Philadelphia Eagles, where he, I believe, was GM and coach. He wanted complete control. Well, he got almost three seasons worth, and he was let go yesterday, fired by the Philadelphia Eagles. He is now unemployed. Looking for work. Presumably, one of the rumors is that he might go to Tennessee so he can finally get back together with Marcus Mariota, and they can be... 
the dynamic team that they dream of. The dy- dynamic duo, if you the will. The dynamic duo. Mm-hmm. It's possible. Anything's possible, Greg. Possible. Yes, being un- unemployed but rich as fuck. Oh, yes. Chip Kelly is very wealthy. And he will be back. And I'm, I'm suspecting he could probably have about any college job he would want at, at this point. Uh, I'm sure pretty much any program would give him a shot as being a head coach in college. The, the top the top teams would. Mm-hmm. But I think he'll still stay in the NFL. I'm going to guess he's, he's going to somebody in the NFL. He'll be a coach next year in the NFL. But regardless, Philadelphia people, fans not so happy. They're a typically fickle group. And they already have a song out called Bye Bye Chip Kelly. Ah, you know the reasons why. Hey. Bye Bye Chip Kelly. What? You can wave hello. This was put out yesterday right after. From the other side. Philadelphia wave those hands. That was fast. Yeah. It only has nine views. We're on top of the the wow. front of the curve. It's getting the double digits right now. Oh my god, how long do we have to listen to this? This is awful. I kind of dig it. You are sick. There it is. That's the. I don't care where you go. You can take 76, 95. Those are freeways. Oh, so he's happy that Chip Kelly's going. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now he's just naming interstates in Philadelphia. That is really productive. Oh, my God. He had one day to come up. Less than a day. Oh, it just abruptly ends like that. That's your fault for playing it today. That was Bye Bye Chip Kelly by 4265 Wheat Bread on YouTube. Bye Bye Chip Kelly. Don't care where you go. There we go. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Bye-bye, Chip Kelly. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay, Danny. Bye-bye. All right. Oh, hi, Danny. Bye-bye. No, that's the wrong one. Don't you dare ever question my knowledge of the room. Okay, Danny. Bye-bye. No, he's like, oh, hi, Danny. No, it's the score. bye. The score is the best Danny goodbye. Whatever. Hey, we have two birthdays that we'd like to give a shout-out to. First and foremost, Greg forgot one, and we want to give a big happy birthday to Courtney. Were you blaming me for this? I am. I looked at the email chain she told you a while ago. That's fair. It was Courtney's All birthday right. yesterday. So, Courtney, you get an extra day, as per Greg's rules. That's fair. That two is days. fair. Two days. One. Well, let's not. Happy birthday, Courtney. Go overboard. Happy birthday, happy birthday. to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, damn right. And also? And we have another birthday. Yes. And this one is for Lauren. Lauren. Lauren uh, wrote us and said that she's been asking her boyfriend for six years to write in to get her a happy birthday shout out. Oh, Lauren, he's dropping the ball, man. But her birth, But her boyfriend 
alas, I don't, not that I'm aware of, has not written in. Whoa. So she had to do it herself. She needs to have like a serious talk with him. Uh, you should play this for him. Now, I'm seriously, this is something she loves. She loves listening to our show. It says it right we love here. Lauren. It's one email. Do we love her more than you do, nameless boyfriend? Yeah, I'm starting to question that oh. right now uh, because it says right here, Lauren from Pennsylvania, entrepreneur and seeker of romance. Right there. Happy birthday, Lauren. Happy birthday, Lauren. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. All right. Finally, there is one more, even though I made them promise not to listen ever, ever. It's my dad's birthday. So I want to wish happy birthday to my pops. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Hot damn right. All right, there we go. There we have it. Happy birthday. All right, so for live listeners, we will be back. Well, and everybody, everybody listeners, we will be back tomorrow for another episode of Fun Employment Radio, which is Thursday. Episode of the year. (laughs) Let me take my. Let me tell my jokes, Greg. (laughs) Thursday, uh, December thirty first, two thousand fifteen. We will be doing a show, and then we'll have shows up next week. We'll have some shows posted next week. We've got some special episodes that are going to be posting up next week, but we won't be live for that first week of January. We are taking a week off, and then we'll be back after that. So just making sure everybody's aware of that. Back in full force. But live, as usual, tomorrow at the regular time of 1 p.m. Also, side note, quick self-plug. I do a podcast for digital trends called Trends with Benefits, digitaltrends.com slash podcasts. We're going to be live with that at 2.30 today, and you can follow at Digital Trends on Twitter and uh, watch via Periscope or just download the show afterwards. It's, uh, it's, a, it's a good show. It's about tech. You can send in your questions, and we'll get tech questions answered. Uh, coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network... We'll be geeking this today with a what I'm what I'm led to believe is a very spoiler filled Star Wars episode. Spoiler filled, but also they're having like a roundtable discussion about the new Star Wars films. So. Yes, I would love to come down and join that. I don't know if I'm going to have time to, but uh, mm-hmm. it's it sounds like it's going to be awesome. So that's going to be tonight live on the network at 6 p.m. right here on the Fun Employment Radio Network. Awesome. All right, thank you so much, everyone. You are all fantastic. Send us an email funemploymentradio at gmail dot com. Give us a call five zero three five seven five nine one two zero. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. dot com. Bye, friends. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.